Does your kid have a flair for drama? Do they love to play with silly voices and sing songs? Are you interested in helping them grow their creative passion and skills by learning about the voice acting industry? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Marissa Dubois. And I am Vanessa Marroquin. And this is Parenting Behind the Mic, how to start your child's voice acting career, a Bright Voice Studios podcast. We are here to help you navigate the ins and outs of your child's voiceover career with tips and tools you'll need to succeed. As industry professionals, we will walk you and your child through the world of VO by covering topics like education, marketing, home studio, and mindset. If you're interested in learning more about Bright Voice Studios, be sure to visit brightvoicestudios.com. Thanks for tuning in. And now, here's the show. All right, this is Bright Voice Studios. I'm Vanessa. Oh, and hey, I'm Marissa. And this is episode four, Voice Over Demos 101. We are going to talk all about demos. What are they? Why do you need them? How many do you need? What does it cost? What is going on? All of that stuff. We are going to break it down for you. Don't worry. Let's get into it. What is a voiceover demo? Well, it's kind of like your kid's calling card to the industry. It's the first thing that everyone is going to hear, right? When uh, and you reach out to agents, it's the first thing they're going to listen to and the first thing they're going to ask for. It's the first thing a casting director is going to see. It's the first thing that companies are going to see if you reach out to individuals, if you reach out to audiobook authors. You know, that's what they're going to check out first is your kids' demos. So it's really, really important to know what they are, and know what a good one sounds like. So the demo is a chance for you to showcase what your kids' unique skills are, right? It's like if they know how to sing, definitely include that on a demo depending on the genre. There are many different styles of demo, like different genres. So you should know, we'll get more into that later, but you should know what the different genres are. You should be able to show vocal variety on your demo, like touching on different skills, how you break down a script and showing where the transitions are in a very short period of time. Now, we're getting technical, we're getting acting technique here, but it's important to start to familiarize yourself with those concepts because you need to know what sounds good on a demo and showing range in a very short period of time is very important. And yeah, it's the first thing that potential clients, that agents, that people are going to see that are going to get you booked and you can get booked off a demo alone. So if you get a really good demo, bookings will follow. Yeah, I just had um, a demo pool request for Paramount. Um, They're doing a scratch read of an animated feature and they want to book for that scratch read off of demos. So they asked for an animation demo and a singing demo. A scratch read, I mean, that's a quick turnaround. They don't have time to sit through tons and tons of copy or even send out an audition script. They're needing a scratch read because they need to get something to their animators so they can get rolling with creating this animated film. So the easiest way to do that 
is asking for that demo. They're going to listen to probably the first maybe 10 seconds of it Mm -hmm. and then decide whether or not you're a fit. Uh, Same thing with the singing one. So it's really, really important that you put your best foot forward and that you have something ready to go. I love that you brought up scratch tracks. I mean, this is a little bit of a side tangent, but it's like doing those scratch vocals for people, sometimes you're going to get the job off of that. And then it's a huge opportunity. So like having a good demo can really get your foot in the door in so many ways. Like I love that one. So why do you need a demo? I think, Marissa, you totally laid that out beautifully. Um, It is basically like your headshot, right? If you're an actor, you need that headshot to send in so that they know what you look like. Um, It's kind of like a resume in the sense that when you're applying for a job, you hand your employer your resume that says all of your experience and your credentials and why you're qualified for the position. Now, we're going to keep talking about how you go about making these demos. Um, But before you go straight into making a demo, it's super important that you have the training in place first. So a lot of mistakes that I see with anyone in the industry, honestly, is they want to do voiceover, they know that they need a demo, they want to start working, and so they go right into getting a demo produced. And those demos typically aren't that great. They're not showing them off because they haven't gone to classes, they haven't coached adequately, they don't have the skills in place to really shine. Um, So it's really important that you understand a demo is an investment and it's going to be a great tool, but you do need some work beforehand to get yourself ready to make that demo so that you You are intentional um, with your money and you are intentional with how you're going to go about breaking into this area. Marissa, how do you make a demo? Oh, that's a good question. So... There's two options that you have here. There are professional demos, which we highly recommend that that is where you should start. That's where you should stay. It's an investment. So there is another option, DIY. We'll talk more about that later, but I just want you to know that there is another option. But let's talk about pro demos. So yeah, we highly recommend that. And when you're searching for the right demo producer, there are people all over the country, all over the world who do this. So you need to do your research because not every demo producer is going to be right for every individual, especially in the kids space, right? Because you have to know how to work with kids, how to write copy for kids. So what scripts are you going to use? That's really, really important. So you need to do your research when you're finding the right demo producer. And that includes going to the websites, listening to all their past work, setting up discovery calls with not just one person because they seem 
cool, you know, finding four to five people at least that you like and do discovery calls with them and really get down and dirty with the questions you're going to ask them and know what you want going into it so that you get what you want going out of it. Know that you're you're paying for this demo. And so you need to be in charge. Your kid may not know exactly what they need, but that's where the parents or if you have a manager or someone to help you, that's where they're going to be crucial in this step. So be selective. Know what you're looking for. So the fun thing is that many demo producers are going to help your kid through the entire process from step one. So all the way from coaching to helping decide what copy, what characters to choose for the demo or what copy and different sides you're going to use for commercial. They're going to help you with performance and technique and recording, of course, and then after recording, producing it for you. So putting the sound effects in, putting all of those shiny finishes on mastering and mixing all these technical things that you don't need to worry about right now. I mean, maybe one day, you know, depending on your home studio setup, which we'll get to in another episode. But overall, you want that demo producer who just takes it from start to finish and hands you a demo that sounds like it could be what your kids are actually working in. So that's that's the goal here. It's like, no, it doesn't need to be made from what you are actually booking, but it should sound like things that your kids could actually work in. Creating a demo should be a collaborative process. So that should be the number one thing on your list. Um, Is this demo producer willing to collaborate with us and create something that really will take my kids' talents um, to that next level um, and really show them off? Another thing demo producers will help you do is order your clips and have insight for what's going to be attention-grabbing right away. Because, like I said, sometimes their agents or casting, they're only going to listen to a few seconds sometimes. So knowing what your kid does best, what copy will adequately reflect that, and then ordering the demo in a way that each character, each clip of a commercial shows that variation and really grabs attention right at the start from the first moment they click play that's so yeah so so important and also age appropriate material that's why you want to find a producer that Mm -hmm. is familiar with kids content and you also should know what range your kids can play vocally it may be different than their actual age and Mm -hmm. that's what a good coach a good producer a good demo producer is going to help you solidify and they're going to be like okay so they can play between five and ten you know let's say they've they have that range and if they know how to manipulate their voice to go a little higher pitch have a little less articulation than they would as a 10 year old then you can play a five-year-old and have copy to reflect that and so that's a lot of fun So, Vanessa, what is a demo 
made of? What goes into a demo? Yeah, um, sugar, spice, and everything nice. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a whole lot of clips. So that's the thing that I think a lot of people are confused about with demos. Um, a lot of times people think that demos are strictly things that your child or you have worked on and voiced that are like real and out in the wild. But that's actually not the case. Um, a demo is made up of a series of clips. So if you're doing a commercial demo, those are going to be commercial clips. If you're doing an animation demo, those are going to be different characters all spliced together and they take about a minute. Honestly, for a commercial demo, you really shouldn't go too far beyond that minute mark. An animation demo sometimes has a little bit more wiggle room. Um, you can do like a minute to a minute and a half-ish if you really earn that time. Yeah, how many clips can you fit in generally to like that minute in a commercial to that minute and a half in animation? I'd say for a commercial demo, you're looking at six to eight spots. Those are going to be of varying styles. So you'll have that conversational read. Uh, you'll have maybe something a lot more bright and upbeat and happy. With kids' commercials, there's a lot of singing that goes on in kids' commercials. So that could be something that could be put in, some kind of jingle. Um, and then... There's also a lot of commercials that utilize kids where there's a dialogue going back and forth, maybe with a child and their mom or their dad. Those are, in the kids' space, what's really popular. For animation, that's another very popular genre. That is going to show off different characters. So my animation demo has about 11 different characters in it. And those are going to be not only varying characters, but also varying styles of animation. So you have to make sure when you're talking with your demo producer that you really cover the spectrum of kids animation. So we're looking at those Disney Junior, Nick Junior, um, little kid animated stuff. We're also looking at maybe some more mature uh, for older kids. So that would be the stuff that's on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, things like that. So not so much preschool oriented. Um, you want to make sure you get some things in there that could be in an animated feature film, right? So... In a Pixar movie, those are going to be very grounded characters. Uh, that's going to be a lot more similar to film acting. So not only are you looking at different styles of animation, you're also wanting to look at different characters, different types of characters. What is the age range your kid can play? How can you find that? Um, and then putting in there maybe not human kids, but, you know, some animal kids. So maybe, you know, 
you do a little bear. And maybe a little bear that's a five-year-old bear is going to sound a little different than a five-year-old child. Um, And so that's kind of fun things that you can throw in to show off your child's versatility, their ability to manipulate their voice to create really vibrant, fun characters, and then also really show off their grounded acting. So something to be cautious about when you are looking for a demo producer is nowadays everyone has access to the technology. You know, you can for very reasonable prices, you can buy the microphone you need, you can buy the interface you need, and you can call yourself a demo producer. Um, So you need to know that there are predators out there who will just want to take your money and record a demo for you without you actually being ready. So find, when you do your discovery calls, we talked a little bit about that earlier, when you talk to your demo producer, make sure that they're not just like, okay, so we're gonna do two sessions to prepare and then you go into the demo recording. Like maybe your kid needs four sessions to prepare. Maybe you need less, maybe they're already a pro and and, you you just need one to sort of brush things up or you already have a director you're working with, but there's a lot of scammers out there, so be careful. Yeah, and speaking of which, um, we're going to have a freebie that we'll have on our website that you guys can check out and download. And it's going to have a list of questions that you should have in mind to ask a demo producer. So check that out. We'll have that on our site. We'll also put the link in the show notes. So you can go into that discovery call and that interview with them. Totally prepared. All right, so we just talked about pro demos, right, which involves some upfront investment and cost. Now, some of us are working with a budget here, right? And we may not have all of the funds that we need right away to get that pro demo done. And that's okay. Sometimes we just need something that shows off our kids' voice and talent for the time being. As they are growing, as they're learning and training, sometimes opportunities can come up that your kid probably is ready for or maybe a fit for, but you don't have anything to show yet because you don't have that pro demo produced. That's where a DIY demo can come in. Now, again, this is not recommended uh, to create the demo yourself and use that as your main marketing tool to break into the industry. But it is a good place to start just to have a little something that you can show people while your kid is in the beginning phases of their voiceover training and career. All right, so how can you make something at home to showcase your kid? Well, when I was first starting, I made some DIY demos, and that was something that I could have just to show off before I got my pro demos made, and I was getting opportunities, and I was making money as a voice actor, Uh, but I just needed something while I was saving up and getting all the training I need to make that pro demo. So what I did 
when I made my DIY demo is for commercial, I listened to a lot of commercials that I knew my voice was a fit for. I did the research. um, And this is something that you should do, by the way, when you're working with a pro uh, producer. You should do this research anyway. Um, But I listened to a lot of commercials. And then what I did was I transcribed them. And then I used that commercial copy as my blueprint and framework to write my own commercial copy. Uh, And a lot of copywriters and demo producers do kind of the same thing. Uh, So (laughs) just a special little hack there. Uh, Yeah, I did that for my commercial. With animation, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. I, I I really, I don't know that I recommend doing a DIY animation demo because that really does require a whole lot of post-production to make it sound like it's really coming from a TV show or a movie. So I'm not going to speak into that a whole lot, but commercials are going to be a little bit easier. Well, that's where you could maybe make just one clip of an animation demo. Like if you're on a budget, you can record and you know your kid has a really good character in their tool belt. Like you can record it yourself, then hire a good engineer for much less than what a demo producer would cost to put all the sound effects in and you can do have it like a half DIY. Exactly. Yeah. And I've done that before, too. I've done that with promos. Um, I did that with singing sometimes where I I don't necessarily want to get a full demo, uh, but I want to have some samples of myself doing those things. So I got with somebody and we just made a clip and that works, too, just to have something that you can show and share and give. Now, there is an art to making a demo. So if you do decide to go and get six commercial clips or, you know, 10 commercial clips, however many you're looking at to make that one minute demo, there is a particular art. We talked about that a little bit earlier, but you really want to choose something that is really in demand to be your first clip. So it's going to be the thing that your child will probably book the most. It's going to be the style that is most in demand for your child and has the best acting that your kid can do, the best read, right? So that's a good place to start. Then from there, you just want to make sure that there's a good flow of different uh, styles and variations Yeah, like I think about it like a mini play almost, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. you have your start, middle, you've got to have your climax and then you have a little down at the end. You know, think about it. If you watch movies, this is a cinematic experience you're taking someone on, even if it's only for a minute. Absolutely. Okay, so we talked about finding the different styles and everything that goes into that. But a commercial is not just voice. Music plays a huge part in that as well. And you need to be careful what kind of music you include. And it is highly recommended that you do use music. It is okay for some of your spots to be what we call dry, which means there's only voice, no music on it. That's okay. But it would help sometimes as well to have some music behind it so it really sounds like a real commercial. 
When I say you need to be careful with what music you use, yes, this demo is for showcasing purposes. So you don't have to worry too, too, too much about copyright and things like that. But I would recommend you just stay clear of any kind of music that is copyrighted music. So what kind of music can you use? Royalty-free music. Royalty-free music is out there. Actually, a lot of real commercials use royalty-free music. You can find them on YouTube. Um, Sometimes you'll have to buy a license. But there are also humongous sound libraries that you can have access to. Some of them are free. Some of them require a membership. Some of them you might be able to do a trial for. Uh, But the big sound libraries are going to be some of the best. I use audio blocks. Now it's called story blocks. That's a great resource. Um, I know, Marissa, you use Splice. There's Pond 5. That's like another big one. Epidemic Music. That's another big library. So there's, there's a lot out there. There's a lot to choose from. Don't get overwhelmed. All right. You just need to find something that fits within your budget. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. It's okay. It can be very overwhelming. If audio editing is not your specialty, if you don't know how to do that very well, and you want to go this DIY route, you can find someone to help do that if you know someone in your life, or if you want to go online and look at producers or audio engineers, go to freelance sites and go that route, you can. But then again, in all honesty, I, I would just look at the investment. The pros are pros for a reason. Um, that's a lot of them. That's what they do for a living. So a DIY demo, while it can be good for the very beginning of your child's career just to have a little something to share, your money will be better spent working with a professional. Um, how much do these things cost anyway? (laughs) Do you want to talk about that, Marissa? Sure. Now, there's quite a range, of course, depending on who you're working with, where they're located. If they're in Los Angeles, New York, they're going to be on the more expensive side. How much, you know, like I said, how much experience they have as a demo producer. The range is generally between $1,500 and $2,600 from what I've seen for one full finished demo from start to finish, generally including coaching, generally including copywriting, generally including post-production. But everyone's a little different, so you need to know what to ask. Yeah, and I heard a good rule of thumb. Anyone who's charging less than $1,000 for a demo, you may just want to think a little bit more about that. I would say looking at the price of a demo is a really good litmus test for who this producer is, what their intentions are, and how experienced they may be in producing that kind of content for you. 
because you don't want to spend a big chunk of change, 700, 800 bucks, and then just find out a few months later it's not up to par and you need to go with someone else. Then you'll end up spending more than you intend to. And that was voiceover demo 101, really just the down and dirty, everything you need to know to get started in choosing the right demo producer or DIY. You heard a lot in this episode. There's a few demo producers that we recommend, so check out the show notes in order to get more information on that. Um, And also consider, before making a demo, hiring a coach like us to uh, help you and your kids get ready for a demo. So we're here. You can check out our website, email us. We are going to be more than happy to talk to you anytime. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Parenting Behind the Mic, How to Start Your Child's Voice Acting Career, a Bright Voice Studios podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. For show notes and extras, visit the Bright Voice blog at brightvoicestudios.com blog. To check out our upcoming schedule for webinars, workshops, private lessons, and in-person classes in Los Angeles, visit brightvoicestudios.com. Once there, be sure to snag your free parent's guide to VO and our 10-minute guided warm-up on the freebie page to join our email list. And lastly, if you're interested in scheduling a discovery call for private lessons or have questions, we are always happy to chat. Email us at hello at brightvoicestudios.com to set something up. Have a bright day.